It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. What do the teams you root for, your music playlists, and your podcast feeds all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you, and that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common, too. It gives you options to help personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself in everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Who is Thomas Brown? Who is leaving the Commanders? And who's getting honored? All of those questions answered next, right here with us on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Come and join us. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Commanders fans, welcome aboard one and all. And even if you're not a Commanders fan... We appreciate you being with us. This is the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. Your daily podcast cover the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA 9 Plus app. On your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick, we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. Co-host David Harrison is off for tonight. He's covering the Commanders. For Commander Country, SI.com, part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Nethurst Show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app, which can be found uh, live Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. Eastern to noon Eastern or anytime on demand, live and free on the Odyssey app along with this show. When we're not here or there, we're on Twitter. David is at DHarrison82. I am at Russellmania621. And you can also check out the show podcast at LO Commanders and go ahead and DM us there. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your own football franchise? Well, this is the game definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchises when using the promo code Locked On in all caps. Locked on in all caps in the game. All right. So the commanders interviewed Thomas Brown on Tuesday. That's the latest. That makes five known public interviews that they've announced. We presume that's all because that's what they've announced. You never know, but that's what they've announced. So who is Thomas Brown? Well, he is currently the assistant head coach and tight ends coach for Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams. So right away, that's got to ring very, very, very positively towards the commander's fan base. One. Number two, he's 36 years old. He's young. He's not a dinosaur. He's not stuck in his ways. That's a big thing in today's NFL and to a lot of fan bases, and certainly the Commanders fan base. 
number three. He was also the running backs coach until becoming the tight ends coach and assistant head coach with the Rams. Pretty decent running game. Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson um, helped lead them, of course, to the Super Bowl a year ago. So all of that is part of the mix. I would also say this, and I mean this with all sincerity. It does not hurt Thomas Brown, in my opinion, in my opinion. I know many would disagree with this, that he is a minority candidate because they have to interview a couple. This would make two, number one. Number two, I genuinely believe the organization has made an emphasis to diversifying its workforce, both on the coaching staff, in the front office, obviously with Jason Wright and Martin Mayhew. Those are important things not to say, well, that's the reason, but not to overlook. That's important, okay? And if you've seen any video of Thomas Brown through NFL Films or people have put up some stuff on Twitter, man, he's got some energy. He's only 36 years old. Again, young, fresh, new concepts, new ideas, not stuck in his way. And he seems very relatable to players. Now, that doesn't always guarantee success. Doesn't always guarantee success. But most players, most people are captivated by highly energetic, positive, but sometimes tough people in their life. They respond generally better to that than old, cranky, crotchety, that type of thing. Old school mentality. They respond to that. Now, Brown, again, was with the Rams as a running backs coach, then moved to the tight ends this past year. Assistant head coach, that doesn't always mean what people think it means, but it is still somewhat an important note, right? It means he's more involved in the day-to-day decisions for Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams. He was the former offensive coordinator at the University of Miami. Our buddy Teresh from our the company that owns the Locked On Podcast Network, Tegna, Teresh has wonderful, wonderful ability to just connect a lot of the dots. He pointed out that Thomas Brown was and worked under Mark Richt at Georgia and then the University of Miami as an offensive coordinator. And Mark Richt and Martin Mayhew have a connection from Florida State. Again, it doesn't help you get it. It doesn't get you the job, but it certainly doesn't hurt. When you're looking for candidates, when you're looking for the next big thing, when you're looking to be progressive, Thomas Brown could be exactly what the commanders are looking for. Now, the only problem is right now he doesn't have any NFL play calling experience. Uh, I, I believe from what I've I found out that he did some of that at the University of Miami under Rick, uh, but I believe Rick was also heavily involved in that. So I'm not sure exactly how to separate the tea leaves, if you will. But he doesn't have any NFL head coaching, or I should say 
uh, NFL play calling experience because that was all Sean McVay in Los Angeles. So we need to point that out. So that is one problem. Does he have a feel? Does he have a flow? I talked to my colleague Brian Mitchell uh, on Tuesday um, from 1067 The Fan in Odyssey, D.C., you know, and he was pointing out, listen, I mean, of course, it doesn't help Brown that he doesn't have experience, but some guys can find that rhythm, that feel in play calling quickly, and some naturally have it. Maybe Scott Turner didn't have it. Brown might have it. You never really know until you actually get into a season and see how it goes. But clearly, this would be the kind of fresh face that I think this fan base is looking for, especially when you compare it to veteran options like Pat Shermer, Ken Zampezi in-house. Falcons quarterbacks coach Charles London would be another sort of new fresh face quarterbacks coach Atlanta Falcons. Uh, He interviewed last week and Eric Studisville, the Miami assistant head coach and running backs coach who Ron does have a little bit of connection with through their wives. Now Brown has interviewed for the Ram uh, for the um, Texans head coaching job. And as well on Wednesday is interviewing with Brandon Staley and the Los Angeles chargers. Now, This is where the rub might come when it comes to Brown. Now, he's not the only Rams candidate, um, Zach Robinson and somebody else. I, I can't remember exactly who from the Rams staff are interviewing with, with, Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers and Brandon Staley. Remember, Staley, before becoming the Chargers head coach two years ago, was the Rams defensive coordinator and part of the staff. So he knows Thomas Brown, and he knows the other candidates as well, but he might know Thomas Brown the best. So he's interviewing on Wednesday. If the commanders want to make a move here, they might have to make a move quickly. I don't think it gets done by the time you are watching this or listening to this. But it's possible, and it's possible that Wednesday night, Thursday morning, maybe they try and close if they get the sense through Brown, his agent, that, hey, the Chargers are putting a hard push on. You need to step it up if you want my guy. Just throwing it out there. Thomas Brown, 36 years old, candidate for the Washington Commanders offensive coordinator position. Obviously, a lot of competition. Don't know if he's going to get either the Chargers OC job or the Texans HC job, but certainly the commanders have an uphill battle in trying to get him to leave Los Angeles and also come all the way East. We'll see how that works. All right. That is our opening salvo. Who is Thomas Brown coming up a compensatory pick projection for the commanders in the upcoming draft and two in the top 100. But are we talking about the draft? You'll see. That's coming up next. But first, guys, we're brought to you right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast by our friends at Ultimate Football GM. That's right. 
We're really pumped up about our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Football GM. If you've ever wanted to run your football franchise, hire and fire the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, making draft picks, doing all sorts of moves to navigate around the business side of football, you can do it with Ultimate Football GM, and it is the most challenging and realistic game in the world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free, playable offline, and, of course, play on the go, mobile, when you want to. Build your dynasty with Ultimate Football GM and Locked On Commanders listeners. Get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in all caps in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps, so make sure you check it out today. Download the game. Again, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM start your dynasty today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we are with you here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. Good to have you with us. Uh, We appreciate you being with us, and thank you for making us your first listen and watch of the day. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL Podcast and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories, like who's going to be the commander's offensive coordinator, plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday. Can't help you there. And Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes. Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. All right, so here's uh, what we want to cover here. The Commanders, and again, this is a projection from overthecap.com, uh, but it's pretty reliable, and Nick Corte, uh, at N-I-C-K-K-O-R-T-E, I believe Corte is how you pronounce his name, uh, has been doing this for a while, and he's pretty dead on as far as I can remember. He has projected that the Washington Commanders, with the league's wonky compensatory draft pick formula uh, status, are going to get a extra third-round pick and an extra sixth-round pick in the compensatory formula. Now, again, that's not guaranteed. That's not the NFL announcing that, but you can pretty much take it to the bank. Now, the problem is the third-round pick, while an extra pick, for losing Brandon Sheriff is not really an extra pick because they don't have a third-round pick anymore because they traded it to the Indianapolis Colts as part of the Carson Wentz deal. So it is, right now, their only third-round pick. They have that because of the Sheriff deal, uh, leaving for Jacksonville. They have a extra sixth. They already do have their current sixth because of the Tim Settle departure to the Buffalo Bills. Now, by my count, again, their two projected picks – Second off the board, the team with the most tied, Arizona with a third, a fifth, and a sixth, and Kansas City with two two sixth-round picks and one in the seventh. They are projected to have the most compensatory, again, projected, that is not official by the NFL, compensatory projected draft picks coming up 
at the end of April. Certainly that will help the Washington Commanders try and recover from that third-round pick loss in the Carson Wentz deal. Uh, But it obviously created a whole heaping load of problems on the offensive line. Again, yes, it's nice to get at least a compensatory pick. You'd like to keep the best players that you have. And I didn't have a major problem with them and how they dealt with Brandon Sheriff. uh, And I still don't. But it clearly created other problems. And I don't know if a back end of the third round pick, unless you hit big, and that's the thing, unless you hit big, a back end of the third round, you know, roughly pick 100, somewhere in that range. If that's worth losing Brandon Sheriff and creating the problems that were created, but they also didn't have to pay Brandon Sheriff beyond what they already paid him as part of his rookie deal and the last two years, fully guaranteed funds at about $33 million in fully guaranteed money under the cap and in cash over the previous two seasons. Now, we'll move on. ESPN.com and Seth Walder does a lot of analytics, did a ranking, a comprehensive ranking. It's a really good piece. You should check it out. We'll put it up at LO Commanders. Uh, and uh, I'll put it up on my Twitter feed at WrestleMania621. He did this comprehensive ranking with analytics being the DNA of the piece, if you will, for the top 100 players of the 2022 season. Two commanders made the list. Want to guess who? That's pretty easy, right? Terry McLaurin at number 37. Terry McLaurin at number 37. Last year, I believe it wasn't the same piece, and I don't even think it was Walder. There was a top 100 piece, and I believe Chase Young was the top player on that list before the year. And I believe it was somewhere in the 50s, mid-50s, maybe late 50s, but I would have to go back and double-check that. So Terry McLaurin at 37, I think, is you know pretty good. I think that's a pretty good spot. You could argue maybe deserves a couple spots more, a couple spots less, but I think that's a pretty good spot. And as Walder points out, 2.2 yards per route run, which is a profootballfocus.com unique statistic, he says it's pretty good, but it's great when you consider that Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz were the quarterbacks throwing passes to McLaurin. Uh, and as he points out, McLaurin has always been a strongly contested catch receiver, but his 77 catch score this year was narrowly a career best. Now, I'm not familiar with the catch score uh, breakdown, but here's what I know. Terry had 77 catches this year. That's not the catch score. That's actually 77 catches on 10 less targets from the year before. And he had also 77 in 2021. So he had the same amount of catches, the same amount of touchdowns this year than he had in 2021 on 10 less targets. So take that for whatever it's worth. Um, The second commander to make the list, ta-da, was way down in the 70s, and that's rightfully Deron Payne. 75. 
Deron Payne makes it. Now that's one spot behind Roquan Smith, who made a huge change for the Ravens at inside linebacker after the trade from the Chicago Bears and recently got a contract extension. Austin Eckler of the Chargers is 73. Jason Kelsey of the Eagles center, longtime center, is number 72. So those are the three spots right before Payne. Josh Jacobs, who was terrific for the Las Vegas Raiders, is one spot below Deron Payne. I can't really argue with where Payne is, maybe a little, again, higher. You can make an argument, but, you know, again, then you can make an argument for Roquan Smith, so on and so forth. The one thing I will make an argument for, I was a little bit surprised that Jonathan Allen did not make the top 100. Again, you can't take everybody. Um, I understand that Deron Payne was more a jump-out, breakout-type season. But Jonathan Allen is the glue, is the the fiber, if you will, the backbone of the commander's defense. So I thought he would get a little bit more love and appreciation. But, you know, listen, Deron Payne had 11 and a half sacks. And when you're a national guy and when you don't watch every snap, every game, and you're not invested emotionally in the team, you're going to sometimes miss guys that don't jump out statistically. That's what I think happened here. Uh, but I can't kill Walder for it either. Again, this is an entire league. Um, you know, it's just hard to take everybody. But Jonathan Allen probably deserves to be on the list, and he wasn't. All right, so that is that. Coming up, we will wrap up the show. Another departure from the Washington Commanders organization. But this one is not one that is going to make a huge difference in your day-to-day -day life. We'll explain coming up next. But first, guys, we're here, and this show is presented by our friends at FanDuel and FanDuel Sportsbook. You got it. FanDuel Sportsbook, they are the place to be, especially with the conference championships on the horizon this Sunday in Kansas City and in Philadelphia. Woo! Two great games to bet on. I plopped down a two-leg parlay on Philadelphia, on the money line, and as well, Cincinnati over Kansas City. If you're a new customer to FanDuel Sportsbook, join today and get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed so you can get in the action again on this Sunday's AFC and NFC title game when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. It's that easy. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from money line to point spreads to player props. You can do in-game live betting and much more. And you can take whatever sides and totals and, uh, again, props that you want. You're not limited to just one or two different options. Think about it as like a buffet of bets. All on an app that's safe, secure, super easy to use. I use it all the time. Again, truly, it is easy and highly secure uh, because, again, they want to make sure that nobody gets unauthorized access to your money and to your action. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we wrap up the Locked On Commanders podcast with this. Uh, Again, this move is probably not going to make or break anybody's day in any sort of way. And I don't mean to dismiss it, but Will Misselbrook, their chief creative and digital officer, is reportedly leaving the organization, according to Nikki Javala of the Washington Post. He was hired in May of 2021. So if he leaves here in January for a different opportunity, it's January of 2023. So he lasts less than two years. Now, why is this a deal? Because when you look, right, the organization lost a ton, a ton of personnel, front office, marketing, business, before Jason Wright took over. Well, since Jason Wright has taken over, um, quite honestly, they've lost a lot of executives and a lot of business and marketing people as well. And a lot of people that Jason brought in. Think about it. A lot of people that Jason brought in. And Middlebrooks is one of them. Greg Resch was a former CEO from uh, Rock Nation. Um, you know, uh, Ashley Whitlock was brought in for corporate PR. I got to work with her for a while. Uh, she's really good at what she does overmatched. Uh, Julie Jensen, again, she was brought in basically to, uh, you know, head the corporate communications. Boom. She lasted. uh, And she walked away after a couple of months. I'm not sure exactly how that all went down, but uh, you get the point. I know these are names that you probably don't know. I got to know them because of what we do. Um, And some of them were here for a very, very, very short time. Some of them were here a little bit longer, but now Misselbrook is a guy that lasts less than two years. Now, everybody has the right to get a new job, and nobody should be like, oh, my goodness, this is a slap in the face to the commanders. But the problem is when the list is so long, and when the list was long before Jason Wright and his crew got here, and when the list is just as long in some ways after Jason Wright, and a lot of it is his people, not maybe all of it, because there were other holdovers uh, that I worked with, quite honestly, during my five years with the team that somehow made it through all these regime changes, somehow stayed above water, and they've now recently left, and over the last year, year and a half, have left the organization as well. So when you see all this, it makes you think, hey, listen, either A, The building is still on fire in some sort of way. B, they won't pay what others are willing to pay for talented people. Now, again, they may not make a difference in your day-to-day world. They're not on the football team. They're not the general. But they are important parts of the organization. So something to keep in mind. Um, Now, Misselbrook did wind up having one controversial quote that I wanted to bring back up about the commander's name. He said, it was a word we could brand with and be more than just a football team. If your team name is an animal, you are kind of restricted. This allowed us to go into a much bigger space, media, food, fashion, pop culture, and music. I have no idea how commanders has anything to do with food? 
can make an argument. It has nothing to do with music or pop culture. I guess fashion, media, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Also, congratulations to Deron Payne, who was selected to the all NFC team for the Pro Football Writers Association of America 2022. All NFL and all NFC teams. Jeremy Reeves making it as well. Voted on to the all NFL and all NFC teams as a special teamer. So congratulations to both of those guys. They continue to rack up the awards. And one last note that we'll leave you with my former colleague at 106.7 The Fam. And, um, you know, a, a guy who does a morning show on Fox Sports Radio uh, and has done a lot of media work, NFL Network, and, and so on and so forth, and, of course, played for the Washington franchise and has had a very controversial existence, uh, certainly at one time, not recently, LeVar Arrington. Uh, of course, you all remember the name, LeVar Arrington, the number two pick out of Chris Samuel uh, in, what, the 2001 NFL draft? Maybe it was 20, uh, 2000, I can't remember, uh, one of those two years. But either way, LeVar didn't have the career that you know everyone was kind of hoping. There were lots of reasons for it. Obviously, it led to a bitter divorce between he and Dan Snyder. He came back. Uh, he was on a station that, quite honestly, the team hated and tried to shut down. He was very critical of Dan and the organization. It seemed like they started to repair some of the relationship there for a little while. Well, not anymore because LeVar did an interview and we put the video up, the audio up, courtesy of Darren Haynes and our colleagues and our friends at WUSA 9. Uh, and LeVar Harrington, man, did he tee off on Dan Snyder. You're going to want to listen to it. You're going to want to watch it. It's up again at LO Commanders, and it's courtesy of our friends at WUSA 9 and WUSA 9 Sports. So I just want to encourage you guys to go check it out because LeVar didn't really hold back when referring directly to Dan Snyder. So if you're in that mode, and if you're in that mood, go check it out. Again, at LO Commanders, and I also put it up at WrestleMania 621. And again, check out WUSA9. And thanks to Darren Haynes and WUSA9 for having your guy make a brief cameo on Tuesday as well when talking about Thomas Brown. Appreciate that. I'll post that video up as well. All right. We want to thank you again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and view of the day. Come on back for the next episode. David will be solo uh, and he will have the very latest for you on all things Commanders. Check out Locked On Sports today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights. Only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports today uh, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. If you want to hop in, uh, it's locked on Washington Commanders at gmail.com or hit us up on the DM at LO Commanders uh, at WrestleMania 621 at D Harrison 82. David sees it easier and quicker than I do. So you might want to keep that in mind. That's going to do it for us today, Commanders fans. Again, for David, who will return on the next episode, cover the Washington Commanders for SI.com's Commander Country. I'm Chris Russell. One half of the Russell and Nedher show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We'll be back right here on. The Locked On Commanders Podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.